with two four-year-olds. Will Kelly, you will be very soon. All right. Or three, yeah. If you've done any of that, you, you've heard this phrase probably multiple times. That's not fair. Right? If you've got kids around, you've heard that phrase, that's not fair. Because four, five, and six-year-olds are just the dispensers of fairness and justice worldwide. They will tell you what is fair and what's not fair, whether you want to hear it or not. And what I find fascinating is that they're actually pretty good. I mean, they have a pretty good sense of what's fair and what's not fair. Even when it's, they're not correct, at least you can follow their logic. Which is kind of cool. You know, Scripture says that God has placed on everyone's heart His Word. That everyone around the world has a sense of right and wrong. Has a sense of what's fair and what's not fair. Even when you're four years old. Because I remember when I was four years old. And I had something that wasn't fair happen to me. <laughs> we grew up uh, about seven miles from Disneyland. Pretty nice place to grow up. And we were going to go to Disneyland. Not just our family, but all my cousins, all my aunts, we were all going to go to Disneyland together. And since we lived so close, they were all meeting at our house. And I got up that morning, and I had the flu. And they're all coming over, and my mom says, Jace, you're not going to Disneyland. And I said, Mom... That's not fair! And they all showed up at our house, and they're like, Bye, Jace. Bye. We'll get you a souvenir. We'll ride a ride for you. Oh, my goodness. And they did give me a souvenir. I had uh, six cousins, and um, so we all got uh, the seven, you know, the seven dwarves hats. So we got the seven dwarves hat, and my oldest cousin, Terry Ann, she was the boss. She bossed everyone around. Still does. Oh, this is being recorded. I hope she doesn't listen to the recording on the website. So she got Doc. She was the head, do she head dwarf, right? And I wanted to be Dopey, because Dopey was my favorite dwarf. And because I was homesick, they made me sleepy. That's not fair. I still remember my aunt who bought it for me, giving me the hat, and me going, oh, I wanted Dopey. That's not fair. Well, my cousin, Terry Ann, uh, last, last year she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And two months ago, she finished her last chemotherapy treatment, and she's cancer-free. Good news, right? Two weeks ago, my aunt, her mom, who bought me the dopey hat, or the sleepy hat, she was diagnosed with prostate cancer. So she spent the whole year walking with her daughter through chemotherapy treatments and all that stuff, and her daughter's finally done, healed, starting to grow her hair back, and now she gets prostate cancer. You know what? That's not fair. What? She has cancer somewhere in her body. She's a woman, right? She has colon cancer. We were just testing us as we she has cancer down there in the nether regions, all right? She's got colon cancer, I'm very sorry. That's a good point. 
Is this for free too? Yeah, we might do a little editing, okay, Tom? You know how to do that? Call me later. I right? just cut a few things out. Oh my goodness. It's not fair. Anyway, it's not fair. It's not fair. This past week, I was sent out letters, and one of the letters I send out is um, it's a, for those who I've done funerals for, and we send out a little booklet about grief, and I send one out once every couple months, and for the for the year after their loved ones passed away. And this past couple weeks ago, I sent one out for a family whose funeral I did about a year ago, and uh, I remember them because when I met with them, it was for their son. And they said, this is our second son that we buried. And we're thinking, gosh, it's not fair. It's not fair. Last week, two weeks ago now, we heard the heart-rendering news that the 21 Egyptian Christians had been kidnapped by ISIS and murdered for their faith. But what you may not know is that they were kidnapped, not Egypt, they were kidnapped in Libya. Which is where they were because they had to find work. Because in Egypt, your Christianity is nominally allowed uh, freedom. But practically, they, it's hard to get a job if you're a Christian in Egypt. And so they were in Libya just trying to find work. And they were kidnapped and killed for it. I mean, how many of us would, would renounce Christ just so we could get a job and heal our families? It's not fair. It's not fair. And perhaps the last example there is the worst. If anyone was worthy of God's protection and his providing and his providence, it would be those guys, right? They're... they're they're marginalized because of the name of Christ. They have to move just to find work and feed their families. And then when they do, they get killed for it. And perhaps you've been there. Perhaps you've gone through some tough times in your life and you've thought to yourself, Oh, God, this is so not fair. God, do you even care? Where are you? Maybe you've been even tempted to say it out loud. God, how come you're not fair? And it's the toughest challenge to the Christian faith. If God is all good and all knowing and all powerful, how come it seems like he's not fair? And there's other religions who don't have this challenge. Hinduism does not have this challenge. When life goes poorly for you, it's fair because it's your fault. You earned it, it's karma. Either in this life or previous life, you're paying for what you've done. New Age is the same way. They have a saying there, whatever energy you put out in this world will return to you threefold. So when bad things happen to you, it's your fault. You did something wrong and now you're paying for it. In other words, God is good, but you aren't, <laughs> and now you're going to pay. Christianity is completely different. Christianity says God really is all good and all knowing and all powerful. So when bad stuff happens, is it, is it God's fault? Is God not fair? And in the midst of this tension, we have this parable from Jesus. 
And Jesus says there's an owner of a, of a vineyard, and he, he sends people out and get, hires people at 6 a.m. in the morning. Hires and brings them in to gather the harvest. At 9 a.m. does the exact same thing. Noon does the exact same thing. At 5 o'clock in the evening, one hour before the workday is done, he hires more people. And then he lines them up. The ones who are hired last can line up first. The ones hired last are in the back. He starts paying them. One denarius. That was the kind of standard wage for a day's work in those days. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Guys hired last are like, oh, yeah. We're getting two, maybe three denariuses today. So we worked hard. You've ever done labor, outdoor labor? Hot sun, just bent over, picking all day. It's brutal work. They get to the end, and they get one denarius. And they said, you know what they said? That's not fair! And you think about your own life and go, wow, maybe, maybe God's not fair. Maybe he's not. God is gracious. God is gracious. See, God gives far more than we ever earn. Have you ever had the experience where you're like you're going to like a Christmas party, maybe like a family thing, right? And you got your presents for everybody, and you give someone a present, and it's like a, a it's like maybe a nice little shirt or something like that, and they give you something really nice and expensive. Have you had that experience? And how many feel horrible afterwards? You're like, oh man. How many you get mad? What, no one told me that the limit was a hundred bucks, right? I thought we were doing like five bucks here. <laughs> Ever happened to you? Sometimes we're tempted to think that our relationship with God is like that. That we give God a little gift and that he gives us a bigger gift. And that's not true. See, it's, it's more like this. It's more like you have a friend. And you show up at your friend's house for Christmas, and you, give, you show up with nothing. And your friend hands you the keys to a brand new Subaru, all-wheel drive, the ones that are lifted up a little nicer. And you said, I gave you nothing. And the friend says, I know, you don't have to. This is my gift to you. You're my friend. I love you. And you drive away, and you're feeling a little bit bad, but you're also feeling pretty good, because it's a nice car, and you needed a car. And then one day you're driving to work, and the, you're running a little bit late, and the road's a little bit icy, but hey, you got all-wheel drive, right? And, and you're driving a little bit faster than you should, and you end up in a ditch, and you wreck the car. You're okay, and your first thought is, oh man, i got to go back to my friend and tell him I wrecked the car he gave me. And so one day you sheepishly walk up, and you're like, dude, I'm so sorry. I wrecked the car. And your friend says, it's okay. I've been with you. I've seen how you drive. I knew you would. <laughs> Here are the keys to a brand new Audi. All will drive. You should stay on the road better. Enjoy. See, God's more like that. And you know what? Even that doesn't come close to describing the graciousness of God. Because it's more like this. Imagine you have a friend 
and you get mad at your friend. You get so mad at the fact that you throw a punch. But in your anger, you're so blind with rage, you miss. And you hit your friend's son. And he falls back and hits his head on the coffee table and dies. And your friend turns to you and says, I love you and I forgive you. See, that's what our relationship with God is like. He killed his son. And he says, I love you. I forgive you. And my son paid for your sin. And you are mine now. My friends, there will be times in your life when you think, God is not fair. And stuff happens in your life and you're wondering, why is this happening to me? I don't understand. And I just want you to, to know, God may not be fair, but he is gracious. And because of our sin, we don't want God to be fair. If God was fair, we would get what we deserve. And we'd get it good. And we can't even pay for our own sin, much less pay for it three times over. That's insane. God says, I love you. And you're mine. And I've paid for your sin. And I've claimed you as, your, as my own. And you are my child, my beloved. That's what grace looks like. And that's what a relationship with God looks like. And he invites us to respond to others around us, not so much in fairness, but in graciousness. Because being fair is good, but being gracious, that's from God. It's only from God. The video I want to share with you, Phil's going to put it up right now, it, it takes a little bit longer because I couldn't download it and import it to PowerPoint. But um, it's a video about uh, a church in Egypt. It was put out by International Christian Concerns. Uh, they, they run the website uh, persecution.org. And so they're, they're very much in touch with the persecuted church around the world. And this is a worship service in Egypt. خلينا نسمع الرسالة دي نسمع ربنا بيقول إيه للكنيسة بيقول إيه لبلادنا وبيقول لنا إيه and to our nation and what he wants to tell us in these days it's hard to read but that's a lady uh, her son was killed إحنا عندنا سلاح أقوى الشعب المصري عنده سلاح جامد جدا سايبه سلاحنا صلاة وصوم نفسي نصلي ونصوم علشان الناس دول إن ربنا يمد إيده ويديهم وجزر الشهيد من المسيح أكسفش سليم وهو ده هي مخلينا مستقبلين لحد الوقت مليانة بالحزن بس الغريب ان قلوبهم كمان مليانة بالتسامح تسامح 
حتى تجاه يأتي ولاده زي أم شهيد فروس أقول لنا ربنا يمسجد ويسمع وما يبالكوش مكان وحش عشان ما يربطش غالي أنا رجال بس أدعي تربط من رب ويسمع وقالوا ده خبر جميل جاي يا رب دي شيء إحنا مستنزارين ومشاوبين عليه إن ربنا يطمنا وطمنا الحمد لله طمنا راح السم مكان مكان في السماء حلو مكان في ربنا مكان جميل نشكر ربنا الحمد لله أخويا تشاهد على الدين وقبل ميموه قال يا رب يا سيد المسيح cried my Lord Jesus Christ and they prayed and thank God. We thank God that they prayed and acknowledged their faith and held on to it. لأن هم يكون ربنا يطهر قلوبهم ربنا يديهم الإنارة متعدلين جدا 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 وتبدأني اليوم النهار من التيبسن تاك شو في النيوز تبدأني أنا مرض الشريف عزة أخويا طلبت السماعة من أبونا الكاهن الكنيسة وطلبت أن هي مش عايزة تلبس أسود ولا عايزة حد يحزن نهائي طلبت إن يكون الحريم اللي موجودة دي تظهر فرح إعلان فرح إعلان فرح سماوي يعني وقالت إن مش عايزين حد يحزن أبدا دول شهداء ونحن بنتشفع فيهم عندنا فرصة النهاردة we have a chance today in these days to hear what these people have to say, especially Om Miriam, as she is calling us to fast and pray. This is a weapon stronger than theirs, whether Kalishnikov or a pistol.
هنا كل اثنين هنا مع بعض نمسك ايدين بعض نص وخارب لما كمرشوش على عتبة والقائمتين في هذه الأيام ربنا شرفتي إني في الوقت اللي فات هذا الاثنين أنا الذين بأيديهم قتلوا مسيحيين من أبي المسيح والآن ينادونا باسم المسيح أنا العيون الأسنان أنا القلوب صلي 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 بصوت عالي نادي على ربنا نادي على ربنا مش للانتقام للرحمة للرحمة ارحم حياتنا أولاد الناس أنا العيون يا رب أنا العيون لين القلوب القصي لديك يا رب The Bible is clear that this is our enemy, not ISIS. It is the God of this world who has blinded the minds of people. They overcame him because of the word of their testimony to testify to the people of what the Lord has done to me and of his mercy towards me to declare his word. And you know that that's a good thing. I remember when I was growing up, and uh, we'd get ice cream. My mom said we could get some ice cream, so I would scoop it out. And then I'd always take the biggest bowl of ice cream. And my brother would get mad. So my mom said, all right, Jason, you scoop. Travis, you pick. So I would scoop it out. I'd find which bowl was biggest, and then I'd lick it. And my twin brother would take the bowl with that had been licked because he's like, same saliva anyway, whatever I care. He would just take it. We're, we're concerned about fairness. And God's concerned about grace. And his grace overflows to all and to everyone. And my friends, to you. Praise God for his amazing grace. Amen? Amen.
May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord for life everlasting. Amen. Stand and sing our closing song forever. God is faithful and gracious.